0: Welcome to Whispering Loudly. The award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Diamond sponsor Ventivid, Platinum sponsor Podium and Titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk.
1: Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer podcast. Thank you so much for your support. We love hearing all your reviews and seeing those five stars pop up on podcast apps wherever you listen. So don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen. Do you rate and review your podcast that you listen to? I hope you're a good girl and you do it, right? Or do you just show up week after week as just this anonymous... Person I'm, I'm a corner. bit
2: of both because I'm often driving when I yeah. listen to podcasts Okay, well that's and, yep, and then enough. I, I yep. kind of forget too. Yep. but if I'm out walking then I always try and leave a review.
1: You know what's handy is when the host goes pause this now write a review then come back to the podcast. <laughs> so we'll put some thinking music on for a second you go do that and then come back to us and coming up today you've written in hey maybe it's you maybe it's like that moment where as a kid or something you wrote into a magazine and then you saw your little letter pop up remember the the old days of magazines where you would, people would write into a column and your letter pops up, that might be you
2: today. <laughs> <laughs> I had it once in Dolly. Dear, I was going to say, dear Dolly. <laughs> the guys listening to this are going to be like, what? No,
1: <laughs> they would have been maybe more into video hits. Yeah.
0: Yes. Learn tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room to make your auto repair shop hum in workshop whispers.
1: Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer Podcast, and today is our Workshop Whispers episode. Randall is with us. Hey Randall from Penhurst in New South Wales, and he asks, I notice in many of your YouTube training videos that you talk a lot about culture and why it's important to hire based on it. It's so difficult for me to let go of employees because of the current labour shortage. But I'm so sick of workplace drama here, <laughs> yeah. What should I look for when hiring and what other options do I have in employing a new team member to fit my culture?
2: Yeah, so this is a cool question for a couple of reasons. Get
1: them to listen to Boy George (laughs) Culture Club. (laughs) No.
2: No. Yeah, because it's so topical with what's uh, going on, especially across Australia and New Zealand with the skills shortage. But when it comes to a great culture, We need to sometimes think outside the square. Yeah. Like if we look on the skills shortage side, we don't just have to keep looking inside Australia or New Zealand to find the talent because we're scrambling around, you know, in a pool that's pretty much dried up. And, you know, the statistics are that we're one technician short for every workshop in Australia, which is mm. about 30, 35,000 technicians. Wow. If
1: you've got boys out there and they're not doing it, or girls, they're not doing too well at school, or they get to age fifteen, they want to trade, that sounds like a good one, huh?
2: There's definitely opportunities yeah. for, for long term employment, yeah. that's for sure. I think that in terms of hiring to fit your culture, you have first have to understand what that culture is. What is it that you've created? What are the values that you stand for so that you know when you go to recruit if they're in that person or not? Now, you can train for skill, but you can't train for the things that people should have learnt before they got to you. So
1: okay, common yes.
2: sense, good manners, you know, a team attitude, those types of things, they have to have come from, you know, where they grew up and
1: uh, and school even. And their personality. I mean, for one station once I worked in Sydney and then went to work on the Sunshine Coast and their culture was to be laid back. And I was always at them, oh, the promos aren't done, the website, I'm in a flap over in the corner. I didn't fit the culture. They all went to the pub at midday. You know, that was the culture. You know, I was working really well, but because there was not that mesh, it was creating dramas for everyone. too. everyone was annoyed by me tapping them on the shoulder about stuff.
2: Definitely. So it's
1: not just work ethic, is it? It No, no,
2: definitely not. And I think that we should... While many workshop owners think that it's cost prohibitive, we should be looking to who we can bring in to the country on a work visa. It's, you know, this this that is an option that if you've been, you know, trying to recruit without success, you should definitely consider talking to the Philippines Recruitment Company, for instance, who specialise in bringing technicians into the automotive industry. Speak to Greg Holmson there.
1: Yeah, and we've done an episode with him before, if you want to write that down and then put in the search bar and listen to his episode, because it's fascinating.
2: Yeah, and you know, there's work for you to do to ensure that that Filipino recruit successfully integrates themselves not just into your business and your culture but into the community as well and the faster you can connect them with some other Filipinos in your area the better that connection is that they will make with you and your team. So we've had clients who have used the Philippines Recruitment Company this year and they've brought them into regional Victoria and Mm -hmm. I thought this is going to be difficult for them yeah. to connect them to community. But no, they just oh, asked cool. around and, you know, there were already a few Filipino workers uh, on a similar visa. So once they're connected there, they feel comfortable. Um, They'll feel grounded. Making yeah. housing arrangements yeah. and they've got people to talk to in their native language and all that kind of thing. And they're great workers and they've got that work ethic but they are also got that polite well-managed. They tend
0: to have like strong morals. Too. That's it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whispering loudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team.
1: Dylan from Como in New South Wales asks, Hi Rach, I love the recent mechanic desk training you hosted. I've been in business for close to nine years now. Congratulations. And I'm extremely grateful that I've consistently booked out and have the systems in place for it essentially to run without me. Hey, are you writing this email from Hawaii? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. I was wondering whether I should consider opening another shop or growing the one I already have. I feel like I've hit a roadblock in terms of growth. Hmm.
2: Hey, Dylan. Uh, So glad you loved the Mechanic Just training. We loved hosting it. I think that there's a couple of questions you need to ask of yourself, first of all, because there's no blanket answer to this one. There's multiple reasons why you could have hit a growth roadblock could be you personally that you've hit a ceiling and you've got some limiting beliefs around how big the business could actually be or it could be that you've uh, got things operating a certain way in the business and it doesn't allow for growth Mm. it could be a toxic team member that's putting the rest of the team off and that's not allowing for growth what i recommend you do not do is think that you can just go and open up another site and duplicate the result that you have at the current one okay. and think that that's going to make you more money. I think a lot of people do that, right? They do. Yes. They do. And so the re- why
1: can't you do it, Rach? Well,
2: because you can, but you're just going to have twice the headaches that you have right now oh, because true. we've got a system in workshop A that there's something wrong with it because the growth is limited. Okay. So if we only know to do at workshop B what we've done at workshop A, we're just going to create two workshops that are growth limited okay which is going to cause us twice the headaches okay now don't go and be the leader of a second team so that's like putting
1: your, your problems down over there and then going over yeah. somewhere else yeah hoping they don't follow that's it okay. Yeah, we understand
2: now. yeah so don't be the leader of a second team when you haven't solved all the problems of the first one okay because you will just have double trouble
1: they'll just come back and bite you on the bottom
2: that's it so ask the questions like deep dive you know we work with 16 financial benchmarks in our engine room program at the workshop whisperer and i'd say that if we ran the benchmarks against your financials dylan that you'd be coming up short in a number of areas but if you weren't you would have unlimited growth
1: unlimited growth oh my goodness There's a podcast, Unlimited (laughs) Growth, with Rachel Evans. I like it. Yeah. If you want to listen to a little bit more of these questions, you just need to put Workshop Whispers in your search bar and we'll see you again in a minute. Otherwise, thanks for listening and please rate us five stars wherever you listen.
0: Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Diamond sponsor Ventavid. Platinum Sponsor Podium and Titanium Sponsor Mechanic Desk.